I was going to say, I am disappointed, Nick, however, that he has not watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. So yeah, what's up with that, man? You know, <clears throat> I also, is is it over? Is Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. over? Yeah, it's only left. six episodes, which is a downside for me, but like. They I, were I, longer I, episodes. Though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, uh, you didn't I, watch uh, it, so we can talk about I it. I also didn't watch much of a, well, <laughs> I did after I sort of power watched uh, WandaVision. I mean, it, the I st- I picked up one division two episodes for the end. Wait, so you didn't go back and watch the first? Well, fuck yeah, I did. I'm oh, just Jesus. saying, like, what the hell, dude? Like, how? That's a that's a tough one to like catch up in the middle. Oh no, no, I restarted because oh, okay. I watched the first yeah, episode and a half. You told us, and you didn't get it, and then yeah. your coworker was like, "Dude, you need to watch it," and you did. Yeah, is Falcon Winter Soldier or anything I, like that? Or? No, no, it's, it's very, it's, very different. Falcon oh. Winter Soldier has the more, the more like old school feel from the Marvel movies. You know, yeah, it's it, more it's, action. It's doing a deep dive onto what it means to be Captain America, which I liked about it. It was didn't it wasn't like this fresh new take. Was it good? I think so. I think it's good. I did uh, get a wild hair the other night and rewatched Rogue One because it's just really good. I've watched that nice. several oh, times since I, I got Disney Plus. I will say this much: so Falcon Winter Soldier also made me go back and watch Captain America: The First Adve- Avenger. Yeah, um, just because I think it's good background for it. Uh, yeah. So I actually went back and rewatched it, which was such a good movie in so many ways. I really enjoyed that movie. Stanley Tucci, man, that guy's great. I do love Stanley Tucci. There was a. I didn't realize that's still wearing my name. Back yeah, you had it on the whole time. Um, there's this thing that happened on the internet that the internet. So it was a like a you know how like they do like the the people names like the sexiest man alive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some publication named the sexiest bald man, <laughs> and it fucking went to Prince William. Which what? And. What cracks me up is the internet went wild vying for the title to go to Stanley Tucci <laughs> because he's legit honest bald guy and like age is like a fine wine. I'm not even going to yeah. lie. Stanley Tucci, yes sir. And the internet went buck wild and people were making all these memes of like it was Vin Diesel and The Rock and you know all these other like super hot younger guys but then like dead center was Stanley Tucci. <laughs> That guy's great. I can't think of anything that I didn't enjoy him in. Uh, he's a great actor, and he's never, you know, done anything that makes people be afraid to like him, you know? <laughs> you know, he has this one line in one of the Transformers movies, whichever one it was, uh, when they're in Hong Kong or whatever. And like, Yeah, I stopped watching after Transformers <laughs> 1. <laughs> he was trying to get out of this building. <laughs> <laughs> it was just because it's a PG-13 movie so you get like one fuck yeah and he was trying to get this like Chinese woman out of his way because it's like blowing up and they turned around he's like how the, how do you say a Chinese get the fuck out of my way I it's love how best. funny that is to you because it it's really not that funny I'm just laughing because you're laughing well, and your laugh like, is infectious because you so wheeze funny because it's like that's not because he never thought of him saying anything like that to somebody, but he's just like, it's just that one line. I loved it. You know, that's why we're friends is the way that you laugh. <laughs> my laugh? Yeah. My Chevy Chase laugh? Didn't like anything else about you? No, we started working together and I was like, this guy's laugh. Because you would crack yourself up because yeah. you laugh at yourself I more do. than you laugh I at do. anyone else. <laughs> and you would crack yourself up. And the funniest part is that you go silent. You start really laughing and then you go totally silent and you used to fall out of your chair because you sat right behind me. <laughs> that time. This is totally not movie related. <laughs> that time. That you farted and got the fan and blew yeah. at me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? 
I believe that. I don't even, I wasn't even, I was, because we worked in another, I worked in a yeah, different room than you guys. you were in a whole guys. different room. Could you like, hear I it? Look, Did you hear it? What? No. no. I, I didn't even hear it. I just smelled it because you fucking blew it on me. <laughs> I like farted. He had this it. little box fan under his desk and he picked it up and like pointed it at himself and then ripped one and blew all the fart stank across the room at me and then started throwing <laughs> highlighters at me. And you're like, what? Oh, what the I, fuck? Because I didn't catch it at first. And so then he started lobbing highlighters across the room at me. <laughs> I remember because Nick said something one day about Star Wars and he's I hear you like Star Wars. So I pulled out my house key, which was a Star Wars house key. Nice. And Nick was like, oh my God. And he pulls out his house key. It's the same fucking key. <laughs> it's the same, like it's the same scene on it. And it's like, holy shit. Okay. But do we just become best friends? <laughs> Until the day I stopped working at the place that we all used to work to work at together. You gave me uh well, first of all, you walked up to my desk and you go, do you plan to stay here for a while? That was your question. You're like, you plan on staying? And I was like, uh, yeah. And then you go, here. And you just hand me this sticker of the rebel symbol that I stuck to my tape dispenser. <laughs> and I tried to peel it off my tape dispenser when I left that day. Oh, really? <laughs> and it wouldn't come off. It like ripped to shreds. But I was always like, my rebel symbol was right there. And it like became my own little like battle cry. Like I can do this because I'm a fucking rebel. <laughs> it was blue and red and it sat on my tape dispenser. <laughs> welcome um, to the memories. history of why this podcast exists y'all <laughs> surviving bad jobs together it bonds you <laughs> hey, like the traumas of war i coped with alcohol i just brought booze all you the did. time uh another thing i had at my desk for the longest time is joy your wife made jolly rancher shot glasses mm -hmm. and i had one at my desk and would just randomly like I pull it out about i had that. a green one and yeah. it was tasty and I would pull it out and like do shots out of it on Friday on Friday afternoons at an acceptable time. I wasn't just drinking at my desk, but <laughs> I would do shots out of it. I don't and, know why you weren't. We were. It eventually got too disgusting and I couldn't do it anymore. And like, I had to throw it away. But that was at my desk for a while. That was one of those places where I'd come back from a meeting and be like, I need a shot. So I'd just do a shot. <laughs> no, I used to keep shots of fireball on my desk. Mm. I remember. It would happen. Yeah. But none of us work there now. Now we make a podcast together and we're still friends and it's great. Get ready for conflicts where movie reviews collide. So welcome to Conflicts, the podcast, where we sit around and talk about whatever the fuck we want, so long as it's movie related, and sometimes a little bit not. Yeah, we're a little loose. It's more of a guideline <laughs> than a rule. It's more of like media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I saw it on my phone. That counts, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are we talking about now, guys? I don't even know. I just started talking. Are we talking about stuff we're watching? I'm confused. Yes, we're talking about stuff we're watching. Stuff we're watching and things you're looking forward to. I told you I watched uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Not, yay or not nay. looking forward to that. Because I need to watch it. Yay or I nay. think it's a good Godzilla movie. Okay. I don't know that it's a good movie, but it's a good Godzilla movie. Take that to mean what you will. I could probably say that same sentence Got it. about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it, it, it is what it is. If you want to see Godzilla and King Kong fight, this is the movie for you. By the way, it's Godzilla versus King Kong. That should not be a fucking spoiler. But if you want to see that, then this is the movie for you. They it, fight? Yeah, I know, right? What? 
Oh but, my god. But if that's not what you want to see, then yeah. Then see, this is a weird thing. The older that I get and the more I love animals, more than I love humans. I'm sort of like, even if they're CG, you don't even like your cats. I do now. So like that was back when I liked humans more than I liked cats. Oh, that was so, uh, you know, I'm not actually watching this because my son's watching it, but, uh, the, uh, mini series about Chernobyl. It's got Jared oh, on HBO. Ha- yeah, it's got Jared Harris in it. Is and, it good? Uh, oh, well, you're not. I don't. Watching I, it. I only watch, but he was watching it. I, I like. I he was watching because is it moved, isn't it like season two? Yeah, yeah. So he, but I, he went. We were gone, so he came out to watch it on the big TV, and we came back, and it was on. But there's the scene where they're going around because they, they give them the orders to they kill everything in a certain radius. So they're going around and they're shooting all the animals. Uh-huh. And that's the scene I walk in and I'm like, "What the fuck are you watching?" That's the, that is my one. It doesn't show it right. Oh well, I mean, they they do the Hitchcock mm. thing where like you see him point the gun and fire, and then like you see the dead dog, and the, so I'm sure it's all they, they didn't. Like that is my one hard. Mm-hmm. Like that is my one hard mm. limit in movies, and like people know this about me like the movie american psycho having no problem watching that entire movie except the part in the home with the homeless guy in the mm-hmm. alley and the dog like can't i i've never seen that part i don't know what happens to the dog because every time i cover my eyes and go la 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 la, la every time so there's a uh, um you what what is that movie with will smith oh, i am legend i can't watch it yeah i am legend that is the one mm-hmm. movie i ever broke my own rule i was alone watching that movie i literally I mean, my as soon dog, as they show him with the dog you knew the dog's yes, dying at some point and i have a weakness i genuinely love and resonate the music of with the music of Bob Marley. And like, I watched that movie alone with my dog. He was still alive at the time. He was in my lap. I was literally sobbing. He was a long ear dog. He was a beagle. I was sobbing into his ear. Like I was holding his ear. Like it was a tissue. I did that with Marley in my face with Bruce as he sings away that dog with the Bob Marley song. I was, I was legitimately not okay. Ooh, that's something I was watching and it's dog related in a weird way because we have a dog, a new dog, seven months old, He's and cute. he, yeah, he's, he's handsome and he knows it. But so we were watching, um, my wife and I were watching the movie chaos walking. I don't know what that, movie which is. has Mads Mikkelsen in it. Daisy Ridley, Tom Holland. Um, Never heard of it. I, I, it came up on something and I'm like, Oh, this is a thing. And it's out. So we watched it. Stellar cast, stellar performances. What's it called? Uh, it's called chaos walking. Uh, and then I'll leave it at that. Oh, but, the ma- military movie. Haven't watched it yet. No, not really. No, no, not in. It's kind of sci-fi ish. Oh, Oh, Daisy Ridley. Sorry, Daisy Just Ridley, kidding. Tom yep, Holland. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, so Mads Mikkelsen's oh, character is yeah. he's yeah, on a horse a lot, and several other people are often on a horse. So we're sitting there watching the movie. The time, you know, everything's fine. All of a sudden, our dog like jumps up, and gives that low dog growl, which he doesn't normally do. We're yeah. like, what the fuck? And we're, it's the horses. Oh, so he sat there staring at the movie, and every time the horses would come on, he'd get up and growl, and we're like, dude, what, what, what? Oh, but they're like doggish size on the big screen mm-hmm. of well, your TV. We have a pretty big screen, so yeah. I mean, they're big, but like, but because there were like the Tom Holland's character has a dog. Dog didn't bother him a bit. Those horses, he's like, what the hell is going? On? What is going on? What's <laughs> happening? What's I don't know. What I love is. it I when like dogs it. react to television. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that viral video where the cat reacts to the Lion King? It's the the recent <laughs> one, the like the the pseudo live action one and there's like this little cat and they like hold up the Simba and the cat like sits up like mm-hmm. on cue as they hold up Simba the cat just like sits up and is like your majesty <laughs> <laughs> it's adorbs uh, things to watch speaking of Tom Holland on Netflix even though it came out last year uh, The Devil All the Time I watch The Devil All the Time highly recommend have you seen it Lulu? no highly I think recommend. you would enjoy them it also has uh, uh, Sebastian Stan in it who mm-hmm. is uh, Winter Soldier has uh, a little, little Bucky and Peter Parker uh, 
It was Robert Pattinson's in it. He was I, a role I actually like him in. Yeah, like I say, like you don't like the character, right? But you like he like, does great, yeah. phenomenal see, work. I have a problem with his face. It freaks me out. He if he turns sideways, his face is completely fat, flat, and that freaks me out. Like a pug. But also, but not just his nose, his entire fucking face. But also, I've only ever seen him in the Twilight movies, and they're all terrible. Well, so he, I'm concerned. He plays a creepy preacher. Upcoming things that he's in, I'm like. I don't trust your acting prowess. So this, you should, you should give it a shot and see what the you think. lighthouse. Like the lighthouse sold me as an actor. I have heard I a lot of one. things. I haven't seen I, it because it's not. I will say he did a fantastic job. It wasn't everywhere. Stewing. You you will hate the character, but you're yeah. supposed to. Yeah, you're yeah, hundred percent sells it. Um, the what's the? I can't remember the actress that plays uh, Tom Holland's sister, but she does an amazing job. Um, the one that plays the the freaky dudes wife the one you'll know what I'm I can't say anything without being spoiler Bill Skarsgård um he's in it mm, yeah he is uh yeah so there's a thing there question anyway. about Bill Skarsgård is him being slightly cross-eyed was that a CG character choice for Pennywise or yes. is he slightly no he can he can he, he can, can do move it his will. eyes like that will okay mm -hmm. I was never sure because I've never seen him outside of Pennywise I guess somebody told like the director that and they're like can you do that and he's like yeah and I like, bet oh, but, but, he but, had man. some pretty stellar migraines at the end of the day mm -hmm. just letting one eye go all squirrely yeah probably uh, that's a great movie you should I, Lulu I think that's up your alley what was it yeah. called again the devil, devil all, all the, the time. time the devil all the time yep. yep so the guy who narrates the movie mm -hmm. is also the author of the book Ooh, I love that. Yes. And I think it's well done. They call this a Southern Gothic is what it is because it takes place in the South. It's a fucked up movie. Wait, I have a very important question about the accents of the people in this movie because everybody you just told me about English. I here They okay. nail it, honestly. I think they do, but you're the expert here and I'm not a big accent person. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say that I think Tom Holland's is you got a lot of no good son bitches out there. Yeah, like, he does a pretty like, what's good his job. Face of, from uh, from uh, he almost sling blade. He's no, on, uh, King of the Hill. Oh, mm, I, I I think you enjoy this. The guy that plays his dad, even though he's not in it very much. Oh my god, that guy kills Bill Skarsgård. Oh, that is the dad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh wait, I'm getting Bill Skarsgård confused with his brother. Yeah, Alexander there's a lot of Skarsgårds out there these days because yeah. there's also the one in Vikings. Wait, yeah. who's the dad? Of all the scars, guard. Oh, that's the one from the uh, Avengers, uh, Avengers I movies. That was Bill. No, no. is that Bill? Bill Skarsgård is the guy who played Pennywise. And there's Kellen and Alexander Skarsgård is the guy from, from True, True Blood. Blood. His dad, their dad, is the old man from the yeah. Avengers movies. That's Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan, that's his name. That was Kellen. Gustav is the one that's in the Vikings movie, and we just saw him in something I'm, else. I'm too. unfamiliar with Gustav, but he has the best He's, name of the Skarsgård. Oh, Scars. okay. Here, here's the thing: like that show, because you know I'm a history buff, right? Yeah, and, just and to say the them. least. I, I have a, a, a kind of passion for Norse history, so like the that. Show butchers Norse history like nothing <laughs> you've ever seen, but I love the show because uh, it's fantastically done. And his version of Floki is just amazing. The show is, Vikings, is that, yes, the TV show is on that History Channel. Floki, mm -hmm. Floki, yes, yeah, no. F L O K I. Fo -lo like, okay. Oh, Fo Loki, Fo -Loki. Uh, like, like he's the poor man. He's the great value brand of Loki. Mm -hmm. it's, there's actually a historical person by that name, and it was a common name. But <laughs> I get dork. what you're saying there. Um, but his like you have to see what he does with his cadence and the way he acts. It's it's 
fan fucking tastic. Uh, honestly, the show went downhill after they they kill off one of the the, the characters. Some shows do go downhill. But like, if you're gonna make a TV show, have a long term game plan. They Pretend kinda, it's gonna be successful. They kind of ended it quickly there. Um, the the kid from uh, Hunger Games, the the he played the like the the douchebag from District One. Uh, yeah, the, he's the big kid in that one. Anyway, so he has a role in this, which is funny because, like, apparently he went down a dark path after being in that movie and fame got to his head and did some, understandable. And I, so I guess he, you know, did the rehab thing, cleaned his life back up, and then went and did Vikings and was fantastic in it and found success once again and has been very appreciative of it. Um, recently, got married, but he, he he seems like it's a really good turnaround story for that actor. So, good for them but that that's worth giving a shot by the way if you haven't watched any vikings there's what six seasons I think was it is? streaming somewhere that was longer <laughs> yeah, than i thought i it, thought it was like it two is. or three that was very long like, I um, was like oh, that's a lot yeah the, uh, the girl who plays lagatha is amazing and she's in that new uh what's that big sky or whatever it is the one with ryan flippy where they kill him off in the first episode after at putting him all the marketing yeah, yeah. i didn't that. know he didn't know he died after the first episode I way to that. go spoiler i I knew it and I didn't even watch it. So, oh. <laughs> uh, what are you guys' thoughts on? Uh, do you give a shit anymore that season four Stranger Things is still supposed to be coming sometime? Dude, I very oh, much yeah. give a shit, but I'm concerned. Like, I'm concerned that too much time has passed. That the the novelty of like the whole '80s thing is gonna wear off. Because like, are these kids gonna be six feet tall? And they're well, still trying um, to make him in junior high. What's her name? Eleven was just in the. She's in Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, you know, she was in the other movies, and like it's going to get to the point where how much longer, like you say, how how much longer can they make them look like little kids? Yeah, because I mean, like, okay, we all understand nothing could be done about COVID nineteen. Like right. you can't help that production had to be delayed by a year. I'm just really concerned about how they're going to fold that into the story because you can't stop kids from growing. I hope they have a plan to end it. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay with season I, four. I hope it's good. I believe. It's been confirmed. This is the last season. Don't quote is it? me on that. I thought that. five was supposed to be. The I last. don't think so. I think they're ending it with four. Is what I read, but I, that was probably just like a blurb on Google. So I don't know if there's going to be a season five. I do not hold out a lot of hope for what five is going to be. Yeah, man, four and five is the sweet spot in my opinion. That's about shows that it wrap Run it up at that time. Like it's hard to go beyond five seasons and still maintain anything. Yes. Unless it's something that like each season is a one-off kind of like a like true order detective yeah. or whatever. Like each season was a one-off. Do you feel like, I mean, I don't know if this is a touchy subject or not. Do you feel like even though COVID shut down the world that they should have shut down film industry? It did shut down the film industry. I know I'm saying, do you think that they should have not I, you know, here's, no. Do you, you think do that they should realize have... how many people are on a film set mm. and how close together they are? Absolutely not. It would have gone rampant if they didn't shut it down. It went rampant either way, but well, yeah, but like that's that's not saying. Well, we should have let it go more rampant. No, I'm I just mean, asking. It's an argument it's like, like we should have locked down even harder. You can't like small. Like little, they're called micro. They're filming budget. now, right? Like yeah, shit yes. filming. Mm -hmm. A lot um, of stuff is going. Back. They're called micro budget productions if they're like an actual like SAG thing, whatever. Like little things like that, little tiny things can be made with. Okay, here's the cam op. Here's the director. Here's the actor. You know, and a couple of other key people. Like there's a PA. So like, okay, we're doing this scene with six people running around, but anything more. Than like a micro Which, budget, 
you have to have for it to be sustainable the amount of people you have to have crafty there you have to have people there bringing craft yeah, services a lot to of feed people. so those people have to be there somebody has to be there to let them in somebody has to be running the lights somebody has to be holding the boom somebody there's multiple cameras well, the number of scenes they're setting up simultaneously the wardrobe has to be there to fit people there has to be set decorators there so on so forth so when they when they did start back up, it was smaller, it was more intimate, but still with so many people on set, you know, trying to social distance, trying to mask up or whatever. But when it was like, you know, when quarantine was balls to the wall, there was no way. And I mean, this is people needed the movie industry to still be going because like all of those things that I talked about, like the caterers and the, you know, the booms, the gaffers, the best boy, a lot of people the who, grip, all of that, it's they the don't stars. make you know, they're not making five, six figures for this. Mm -hmm. They're making a daily that's not a lot. And mm -hmm. so there were a lot of people desperate for something, but there was just, there was no way it could have been done safely. Now, there was a lot of things that they had already filmed as much as they could. And so there were a lot of things that got done remotely. Okay, the sound editing is happening. Okay, the sound mixing is happening. Okay, editing mm -hmm. is happening remotely. But then that leads to okay, we've got it edited as far as we can, but we have to wait till we can do the reshoots. That's what happened to WandaVision. We were talking about that earlier. There are, there are a couple of scenes in WandaVision, especially in the last episode, where Elizabeth Olsen's face doesn't quite look right because she had to do like at-home reshoots with like they sent her a camera, but the lighting is off and they basically CGI'd her face onto her body because they needed different mm. dialogue. And so it's, it's a little clumsy and clunky in the yeah. moment. Because they were having to make do with what they had. As somebody who's recently kind of got into a little amateur camera work, I can tell you what I learned what first are you and filming, foremost Rich? was... Check out my Instagram. Anyway. Uh, uh, check out his OnlyFans. What I learned is uh, camera's easy, but lighting is hard. Mm -hmm. Well, and I never understood as a kid. Cause I, it would always, like, I knew that they had to do, like, multiple takes, and I couldn't understand. Because I... I'm incredibly observant. And so I would notice things where like when they go from uh, person A's coverage to person B's coverage to a wide, say there's a light switch in the background mm -hmm. that's like a, a dimmer switch. And okay, person A's coverage, dimmer switch is all the way up. Person B's coverage, dimmer switch is halfway down. Wide, dimmer switch is all the way down. I would notice things like that. And it would drive me nuts. And so I'd be like, why can't they just film it all at once? Why can't they just put three cameras on them and do it all at once? They're doing the same things. And then it's just, and it's like, I would just get on this high horse of like, why can't they just do it? Well, and some Fully do. didn't understand that it has almost everything to do with lighting. Yeah, absolutely. Because, okay, person A is lit this way. So if you're covering person B, you can see the light covering person A. Mm -hmm. There's so much. I mean, you know, there's a person on a big set whose full, sole job is to pull focus on the camera as they shoot a scene. The, the person running the camera is not the same person focusing the camera. They'll have somebody else who is, as they call it, pulling focus uh, during the middle of the shot while the camera operator is going to be more focused on what how the camera is moving. Yeah. But something else I well, didn't realize is how much a camera is almost always moving. Yeah. There, yeah. there are very rarely any ever still shots. Well, I, I was just wondering, because it's like, I just saw Instagram pics of uh, the prequel to series that they're filming for, or going to start filming for the new Game of Thrones show. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they were doing table reads. Well, they're doing a table read. Each person has their own little desk. 
in a room. Oh, six like feet a classroom. Apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're all six feet apart sitting in a circle. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, what's the point? Y'all are about to be making out and dry humping on screen. Like, well, why are you six feet apart There's a certain right point now? where, like, we don't want to be advertising this. I mean, there's a difference between, like, hey, we're going to do some shit. And the difference between, hey, we're going to film ourselves doing some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That, that I mean, is kind of weird, but though. But that's what I'm like, I'm like literally, like, in a week, production. you're about to start making out with this person. Because we've seen Game of Thrones. It's like, I'm going to be doing porn. more than making out. Yeah. So yeah, it's but, like. I mean, I know there are some production sets that are essentially sequestering themselves. In areas, and they have policies. I mean, look at the Lord of the Rings uh, set or uh, crew. They've sequestered themselves in New Zealand because New Zealand made them. They're yeah. like, if you want to film here, they made them come there. They made them sit in a hotel for two weeks while they tested them, and then they let them go out and do their set. And then they have requirements on who can be where and when and what, because you know New Zealand actually took this seriously. Yeah, they have very few cases and uh, haven't had any for a while. But they've been filming that show for some time in New Zealand, but. Like they all, all those people have been like, yeah, we don't get to see our families for a year. By the way, that show is the high, uh, they've spent the most money making the show and it hadn't even come out yet ever. <laughs> we don't even know what it's about. Yeah. The, which show? The new, uh, Lord of the Rings show. Well, They're making are, a, are they call it, is it, are they call, still calling it Fire and Ice or whatever? I, no, 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 this is Lord of the Rings. I don't think they've, oh. yeah, not Game of Thrones, this is Lord of the Rings. So we, the speculation is based on things that we said, this is going to take place in the second age. Um, mm. which I don't know if this is going to cover, uh, it could be like the, the Numenorean saga where the rise and fall of, uh, of Numenor, or it could be what came after where you see like the, the second Alliance, uh, you know, it could be on the second age was several thousand years. So there's several storylines in there that they could, they could cover it, but it's going to be sometime. I a- did not know that about budget though. Yeah. It's the mm. most expensive television show ever. Uh, they're going made. all out for it. Uh, and they're being very secretive even without the COVID thing. Yeah. So we don't know. Like I said, I you know it's it just going to turn into Cutthroat Island. Know, are we going to get to see uh, a Celebrimbor make the rings? You know, do we we get to see, um, you know, that Interesting. whole? Interesting. I I don't know. Sorry, I'm probably getting. What platform are they putting that on? Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Th- and this is Amazon's all in. Yeah. This <laughs> like if a... this doesn't make Amazon money, I don't think anything will. Yeah, because I... Amazon's hurting. Amazon's yeah. hurting right now. They need all that oh, money. Oh, I thought you meant like television. I'm like, what the fuck? That's like the most, ex- like, they have the most money. Well, <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a company, I think they're fine. I think what his point Streaming was service. is that, like, it, it's because they've fucked the way that they stream and, like, the platform. Like, if I go to Netflix, I open the application of Netflix, I can watch anything that's on there. But Amazon, I have to go to, like, the thing and look at what's included in Prime. Right. And it, all this stuff is on there, and I have to look for the little banner at the corner. That's how and that's I ended why. up with stars and shutter and See, all these other We went things. the other way. We have so many of those things through Amazon, like our Hulus through Amazon. Our, I, can't, I can't even remember how many of those we actually get. The Because I watched Godzilla versus Kong on that, and that's what HBO Max or whatever I think it is. We actually got all those through Amazon Prime. They're all linked up. Oh. So all those are in one app for us. But moreover than that, even those other things, they still have paid programming in there that like you mm-hmm. can you can search in Amazon Prime and it might not be attached to HBO Max or attached to Showtime or attached to this, that, and the other. You can still get it, but you've got to pay $20. And we, like, I don't want to see that. I just want to see the stuff that I can watch we, on here. We paid for uh, Chaos Walking. Yeah. Because it's one of those where like they're doing a dual release. 
where it's out in theaters and mm-hmm. it's it's on there. So like we I still had to pay like a theater price to watch it. What is it? Chaos Walking. That's what I told you about Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley. Oh, oh, we oh, had this conversation. Yeah, well, Just I, I, Nick, Nick no, pays no, attention. No, no, no. no. Uh, I keep forgetting the name of it because it wasn't very well like advertised. The movie itself. I'm terrible at movie yeah. names. Well, terrible. especially right now because again, I don't have cable or anything. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, but to me, that was not advertised worth a crap no. because well, it came out anything, like right at the weirdest like time. Watch it, and I think you'll been. understand why. Is it bad? Eh, here's the thing: I, it's based off a book series which I have not read, but I looked up stuff afterwards because when I got done the movie, I literally said to my wife, "I'm like, this feels like a poorly adapted book series." And yeah. she's like, it kind of does, yeah. So then I went and looked it up. I'm like, oh look, it's adapted from a book series. So I read up on the book series, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't like if you go in and read the the plot summaries for the books, not a lot like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, also like I was, I was meaning to ask how you watched it because I'm like, wait, is that still in theaters? Like you haven't been to a movie yet? No, we so. watched that. Uh, like I said, Xbox and our big screen TV and yeah, the big ass sounds. How do you guys feel about the whole streaming thing right now? Like, are you guys over it, ready for the theater? I mean, like I said, I've been to a movie. I but... love the theater experience, so I'm going to go back no matter what. Yeah. But I do love the stream. For me, it very much depends on the movie, right? Like you were talking about Godzilla versus King Kong earlier, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm not a kaiju movie person. That's just not my. That's not my thing. But if I were. Yes, I'm going to go to the theater to watch that movie because that is a movie that you want to experience or mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat that you were talking about. I, I would love to, uh, to the point where, like, if Nick were like, hey, do you want to go see Godzilla versus Kong in the theater now that they're open? I would go, even though I've already seen it, because as much as I, because I, I, I try not to have regrets like that, uh, but I, I, you know, I did watch it and I actually didn't even watch it on our big screen. I watched it on my computer because I was pouting. And um, <laughs> what? Uh, it's a long story, but I was kind of pouting, so I just went to the office and pulled it up on the computer and watched it there. And and <laughs> but like movies that I've you were talking about, I've never heard Rich say like I was kind of pouting. At least I he was. <laughs> At least he knows what he was doing. He didn't lie. Everybody it, pouts every now and it's then. It's not as dramatic of a story as it might sound, but like I had a pouty moment, so I'm just like I'm just gonna go to my office and watch a movie. Good so for you. That's what I did. But like movies like you were talking about, like that chaos, whatever. That I'm fine. I would just watch that at home because there are some movies that you don't really need quote unquote mm-hmm. per se the movie going experience it doesn't add anything to it it's fun if you happen to be there or whatever but generally speaking i it very much varies case by case for me mm-hmm. on what it i is. like having the option yeah i like being if i do this because sometimes it's hard uh, you know because going to theater especially like alamo it's a bit of a process in its own right and mm-hmm. as much as i love it Sometimes it's just hard to schedule in. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we run into is like, cause you know, my wife and I are both going and we like, that's a wonderful, like us time. Mm-hmm. It's an easy kind of semi date night, but then you're going to run into movies like Godzilla versus Kong where mm-hmm. she has no interest in seeing it. So sometimes it's just easier for, you know, to watch it at that point. Well, uh, and scheduling wise, you know, the other part of that as well is that in an on-demand world, it's so nice to like, Hey, I had plans for tonight, but they fell through and I'm just going to sit down and watch this movie because it can start whenever I want it to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I want to go to the theater, oh, it doesn't start for an hour and a half because the previous showing just started. There's a problem with that though, because HBO Max will is now playing the WB movies just for this year uh, for like 30 days or some BS. Well, I don't know. I, to look I don't up. know. So we have been trying to find time to watch the movie at home and it's gone Friday. 
So mm. after mm. Friday, I'm either going to have to go to the movies and watch it or wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. I, I wish they would pick and make it easier. I don't like this kind of sort of maybe, but as a general rule, I like having the option. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people that make movies, though, have been really upset. Like um, Disney is a good example. So that movie um, Raya and the Dragon mm-hmm. came out, but that was like Mulan where you had to pay to watch that one. But then... Yeah. Uh, 30 days later is free. What was it? Was it the movie Souls? Or no, there's something else that's coming Soul. out on there. Soul was supposed was to go. Included? Yeah, it's. You didn't have to pay extra for that one, right? But people that made the movie Soul, Souls Soul. were really offended because they're like, okay, we poured our blood, sweat, and tears into this. And people got to watch it for free free essentially mm-hmm. nine dollars a month but then this other movie you make them pay for and it's not that like most of the people that made that have already been paid like it depends on your contract if you you know when you get paid for that or whatever but um but it was for them it was the it was the it was the whole like dude we still work just as hard at mm-hmm. this we can't help that there was a global pandemic but like all our hard work was for not Mm-hmm. was just to get like thrown on this app with everything else. And so a lot of people in the movie making industry is the principle of the matter. And they've been really dejected by things that are streaming free. And I, I understand that and feel like there is some it's a validity tough situation. In that. I think because... that there is a big hella pro to the streaming and what yeah. happened during, during COVID. But I think this is going to backfire in their face as soon as everybody's like, oh shit, 100% capacity in a theater. I'm never streaming shit again. Like, oh, that's not true. I don't think streaming that's Streaming services are here to stay. No, I know they're here to, say to that... stay, but like, there's how many people like me and mm-hmm. like us? Like, like I said, I just had this weird, like, I just entered the gates of heaven going to a theater. I think there's a lot of people that even when COVID is over, given the chance, hey, this is streaming and in theaters, what are you doing? Streaming. Thank you. I think what happens is you're going to do both to a certain degree. You're going to pick the ones you want to go see in the theater and then the ones, because you know, there's a lot of nice, like with my my wife and I were, because you don't always know how your day is going. And it's like, all right, uh, we just got to finish with everything we need to do. We grab some food. We're sitting down. It's like, man, you know, it's six. We got time. Do you want to watch an episode or two or something? Sure. And then we pick up with whatever it is we've been working on, you know, uh, with streaming or the, the current shows. And that's fucking convenient as hell. And I think that's not going away and that's going to power streaming platforms. But then there's going to be things that as they pop up are like, man, I want to go see that in the theater. I think what's really going to happen is there's going to be a huge split between the types of movies that get theatrical releases versus Mm -hmm. the types of movies that get streaming releases. Oh, yeah. I think that the more quote unquote movie house movies, the the indie films, the things with that are more niche and have less mass appeal. I think those are going to become almost exclusively streaming movies and the that what we're going to see in the theaters are going to be the big budget the nolan movies yes the 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 mcu movies the dceu movies and they've got to get over the competition because right now you have a lot of people that are trying to do like they're trying to anchor their streaming service so they're putting things that will bring you to it yeah it's the the picard it's mm-hmm. or uh, the friends moving to HBO Max. Right. So it's, it's the only it's place you can watch it. It's the this we're trying to get you to get but once all that settles down and we kind of can finally consolidate and it, you know reach a little more equilibrium, I think they're going to focus less on that and a little more on, you know, how, how does this work out in the long term? And that's and I think Lulu's right there. You're going to see uh you're going to see both. I, I think you're going to see um 
you know, here's a theater release, here's a streaming release, here's simultaneous releases that they're flirting with. Uh, I also think that you'll see some where they're going to give very quick runs in the theater because we were there. Anyway. Yeah. Four weeks in the theater was a long time for just about anything. So if they're just like, yeah, you get four weeks of a theater run and then it pops up on our streaming platform. I think you're going to see that be you know, something along those lines. And I do think you're right that that turnaround is going to be a lot faster. Things that go in, going theatrical mm-hmm. to streaming where it used to be because, you know, you had to mass produce the VHS, then the DVD, then the Blu-ray. I think that uh, the turnaround is going to be a lot faster going from theatrical how, to streaming. It used to be a year. Yeah. COVID sped that shit up yes. hard. Because, well, uh, it was speeding up before. Well, I mean, yeah, but, yes, but, like, but it did. like the most, ex- the best example of that was Onward. That was the last movie that Bailey went to watch in theaters with me. Oh, yeah. Because three, three or four days later, the world shut down. And then a week later, Disney was like, because it didn't we'll get a it full, yeah. Because like, it didn't get a full theatrical run. Yeah. It had just come out, and then the world shut down. So they're like, well, we can't just leave it. So yeah, yeah, you're right. On I that mean, one. that was like the fastest turnaround I've ever seen. Like, so I'm like, so you can do it. Like, oh yeah, well, it's been always been about maximizing those profits. Yeah, I mean, even back with the VHS thing, that's what it was always about: trying to get as much money as you can out of the theater, then putting it on VHS yeah, and getting as much then, money as you can. You then. had the theatrical run, then you had second run theaters. Mm-hmm. So it was at the regular theater for de- it, they were in theaters for longer. God. And then that was like the longest waiting. A couple process months ever. wasn't well, yeah. unheard of. And then they wanted it to be out for a while before it came out on VHS because they wanted people to want to watch yeah. it again. They wanted yeah. you to forget it, so then you, it would come out, and you'd either go rent it or you'd go buy it. Because they used to, you remember back when video stores actually have here are the new releases. Yeah, like they had a VHS release schedule, and it was time to maximize profits. And you'd be like, "Oh my goodness, did you see such and such and such and such are now in VHS? We should rent and watch it." Yeah, because it was always the back wall of the blockbuster was all the new releases and then all the shelves in the middle mm-hmm, were yeah. all the old releases. And so you'd go along the wall, but then they'd have that one section or sometimes it was like the two sections that were like the re- just out this week. They were the brand new new mm-hmm. releases. And then everything else was like, this is what's been out for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. And then the sell off, because what would happen is they yeah. would get like yeah. 50 copies of the new release in. And after it finally got to be not popular anymore, they would keep like 10 copies and sell the other 40. So they had a little bin or as always, here's the ones we're selling. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny. I mean, it's not funny because they're out of business now, but uh, what just went out? Family video. Mm -hmm. Oh, did they go under? Yeah. Yeah, COVID killed it. Yeah. But I remember three years ago, like I'd seen them and I was like, oh my God, a video store. So I went in and I, I obviously signed up, started renting some movies, talk about an archaic thing. But uh, I was like, so you guys aren't like going out of business, are you? Because like Hollywood video went out of business. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're opening more stores. Thank you. And I'm like, cool. Three years later, COVID shut yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it made room for something new. What's that? Like streaming. Oh. More options. I was like, I thought you yeah, were going I mean, into the building. I was like, like what's going in COVID there? COVID didn't. Like, VHS stores were on the way out long before yeah, that. Was, yeah. That may have sped it up a little bit. The family video was never going to last. The, the movie streaming thing, COVID accelerated a lot, but we were heading that direction anyway. Yeah. That, yeah. That, it just sped it up. That changed in one way or another was already moving. Uh, you know, it's because I had a conversation about market forces and, you know, like at the end of the day, they will always win. It's like mm-hmm. with a... Uh, fuel-efficient cars and electric cars, like the market forces are pushing it that direction and nothing can stop that. That's just, that's oh, just yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, it, we're pe- already getting articles about this summer and gas shortages. People so. have tried. Electric cars are probably going to be really a hot commodity this summer. Yeah. Hmm. But 
you know, everything evolves and everything changes and you just kind of got to roll with the punches and go with the times and there's good to it and bad to it. Yeah. But sometimes you just have to be ready for the conflict. <laughs> well played, sir. Way to go, dad joke. <laughs>